Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. You know, I listen to Bickley and Murata. Terrific show, by the way. I really enjoy it. Bickley and Murata mornings from 6 to 10. Bickley and Murata. It's the greatest show on earth. Bickley and Murata. Good morning and welcome. Dan Bickley. Sports, man. Sports. Vince Murata. It's a power-packed morning zoo. Are you kidding me? Bickley and Murata. Bigly and Murata. I love this show. This is the greatest show in the history of radio. It's the greatest radio show ever. Bigly and Murata. I hate everything about this show. This is the worst show in the world. Welcome one. Welcome one, welcome all to what should be a national holiday. It is opening day in the USA, Vinny. You sounded like Miley Cyrus just then, kind of. Yeah, I was about to break into the chorus and verse, too, actually. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Hey. I don't know the song well enough, but isn't there a throw your hands up? Um, oh, absolutely. Um... Wow, I'm I'm blinking. <laughs> You're on the spot. Put your hands yeah. up. They're playing our song. Yeah, and I love the way they're doing it this year. Baseball's finally getting it right. Yeah, yeah, they're finally getting it right. There's a little bit of momentum in the sport. Locally, we hope the Diamondbacks might actually be a winning team, maybe even flirt with a playoff berth if all things go well. But this is almost like the unveiling of a brand new sport. It, it, uh, so this opening day, it's got my interest. It, it's got my interest. It is amazing how much interest, renewed interest, and and this is what they were going for, Bick, new interest in baseball because of this pitch clock thing and the fact that they've been able to, you know, shave off all this time on the games and pick up the pace of play. It's, yes. it's the, the early returns have been great, but this is, I mean, the reality is this is the first day they're going to use this in a regular season That's game right. today. That's exactly right. And uh, I'm guessing a lot of casual fans didn't watch a lot of Probably. spring training baseball, which is why the World Baseball Classic was so important. That that really probably was the first spring in a long time casual fans engaged in exhibition baseball. That probably has not happened for quite some time. So I'm excited. I'm here for it. It's a Kevin Durant Wednesday, you can Thursday, also, if, whatever if day. If you is. wanted to today, if you played it right, mm-hmm. starting at like ten o'clock this morning, right when we get off the air. So you, this applies to you too, Bick. Uh-huh. You could consume like twelve to thirteen oh, hours of baseball straight. No, through. I cannot. I'm going to be consuming <laughs> a very long nap after today's show. So that won't be me. Well, you could do both. I can do both. If you try to consume twelve hours mm-hmm. of baseball, you will be consuming a nap. At some I point. had that that quest. Yeah, I was on nap quest yesterday. Uh. After I left here, I'm like, I have to get some sleep today. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those days. I was like Kevin Durant. I couldn't sleep. Neither could I. I couldn't sleep. You know, sleep. I'm in bad shape today. But uh, today, Vinny's also heading out after the show to go see the Mode. Oh, that's Ladies right. And when you said this should be a national holiday, I was yeah, like, wow, I didn't right. know you were such a big that. fan, too. Viva <laughs> Las Vegas. They don't sing that song, Jared. What? <laughs> no cover or anything? <laughs> they don't do any local, uh, you know, they don't. Stuff. I don't <laughs> think they... Play to the locals very much. Uh, yeah. No. So um yeah, so this will be curious. Um I'm I'm an XL on the t shirt, just so you know. 
I don't know about Jarrett. What do you want, man? I, I don't know if I got uh, the 75 bucks to spend yeah. on a concert. Too. I don't really this... wear shirts that don't have my face on it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Standards. <laughs> Will you actually wear that yeah, shirt? Yeah, when are you going to actually I'm trying, that yeah, out, I'm trying to figure out what's like the best... Because I don't want to just wear it on a random, you know, Tuesday or Thursday or something. So that's going to be special. It's gotta be what about a Wednesday? I, I know what he's doing. He's shopping for shoes to match it. <laughs> that's what and he's doing. he's waiting for a Do you sta- have any pineapple loafers in stock? <laughs> he's waiting for a station slash show event to show it off. Yeah. Or how about loafers that look like pineapples? Like yeah. the side of the shoes are actually like the pineapple husk? I could use actually you could do that. yellow shoes. <laughs> you don't have yellow shoes? I don't. It's one of the few colors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got a big pineapple on the side of his well, shoes. Jared Carlin! <laughs> All right. Did I waste enough time, Vinny? We good I, to go? Well done, Beck. Start the show, well Jared! Well done, Beck. <laughs> the Splash. Splash. The stories making waves in the sports world. The Splash. splash. The Splash, brought to you by Presidential Pools, Arizona's number one pool builder. See why at presidentialpools.com. Well, it wasn't easy, and for most of the 48 minutes, it wasn't pretty, but the Phoenix Suns can finally say they won Kevin Durant's home debut at Footprint Center as they beat the Minnesota Timberwolves 107-100. As for Durant, he started, but he struggled with jitters and conditioning on his way to his worst shooting night of the season, but he did hit two huge threes in a span of a minute 29 in the fourth quarter to help the Suns maintain a lead and ultimately get the win. Devin Booker had 29 to lead the way as all five starters hit double figures in the victory. Suns now 41 and 35, still in fourth place, although during that game they had temporary, temporarily fallen to fifth again. Uh, but they're back and forth. Another tough one tomorrow night as they host the uh, two-time reigning MVP Nikola Jokic in the first place Denver Nuggets. At yeah, listen, Center. so as disappointing as some people might have been with the pop and circumstance and how that all turned out last night. That was a, to get a win like that on a night when KD played what I think might be the worst game he ever plays in Phoenix, Arizona. It might be. Is, uh, it's a good sign. Yeah. It's a good sign. Totally agree. Last night in the NBA, Drew Holiday had a career-high 51 points and the Bucks beat the Pacers 149-136. to 136. Cam... Johnson went off for 31 points in the Nets 123-114 win over Houston. The 76ers dealt the Mavericks another damaging loss, 116-108. Dallas now 37-40 and and on the outside looking in at the play-in tournament. (laughs) Anthony Davis had 38 points and 10 boards in the Lakers 121-110 win over Chicago. On the road, the... uh, Oklahoma City, th- no, the Clippers. Where am I? I'm, I'm losing my place here. Sorry, Clippers man. lit up the scoreboard and snapped Memphis's seven-game winning streak with a 141-132 win over the Grizzlies. Russell Westbrook, of all people, 36 points and 10 assists. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, yeah, see, no, edge- no, no, uh-oh. <laughs> Whatever. OKC okay, edge past uh, Detroit, 107-106 on Jalen Williams' follow with five-tenths of a second left. Taylor Horton Tucker responded to be calling uh, to being called a disaster on this very radio show by scoring 41 points in Utah's 128-117 win over San Antonio, and the Sacramento Kings can officially say they're in the playoffs. 120 to 80 blowout win over Portland that ends the longest mm. playoff drought in NBA history at 16 and years. This is really, really, really interesting to me because this uh, we've got a state in the NBA right now. It's only going to get worse or better if you look at it this way. Where 
the teams in the bottom of the playoff picture feel like they've got the swag and the pedigree, and there's all this doubt around the three teams at the top. And Brian Windhurst gave voice to that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Said all these guys down here, LeBron, Steph, Katie, they smell weakness. Yes. <laughs> Let's not forget that going into the postseason. No. Yeah. Uh, it is opening day at Major League Baseball. 15 games, all 30 teams in action for the D-backs. It is their 26th opening day, and it begins in enemy territory, Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. For the first of a four-game series, Zach Gallen, who finished fifth in the National League Cy Young voting last year, taking the ball for the D-backs against L.A. left-hander Julio Arias, who finished third in that same voting. First pitch gets thrown at 7-10. Pre-game coverage starts at 6-30 on the Arizona Sports app in 98-7. The slate of games gets underway this morning at 10.05 Arizona time with the Nationals visiting the Braves. And how about this for an opening day? The San Francisco Giants at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx to take on the Yankees on opening oh, day. Wow. Weird. Uh, former D-backs third baseman and current Padres third base coach Matt Williams will undergo colon cancer surgery tomorrow. The 57-year-old Williams said he was diagnosed about three weeks ago, isn't experiencing any symptoms, and tests show the cancer hasn't spread, but here is sending best wishes for good health and a speedy recovery to Matt Williams. And one note from college basketball, Penn State has its new head coach Mike Rhodes from VCU gets the job. He takes over for Micah Shrewsbury, who took the job at uh, Notre Dame Road. Micah Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. Give me a punchline, Ferret. How do you feel oh, about that? You, you ever had Shrewsberries? You ever Jared? had Shrewsberries? Oh, yes. Uh, you ever, do you know what's been going around again? Have you ever seen those videos where they cut a slice of a strawberry or they just put a strawberry yeah, under that. a microscope? I saw that. And there's yeah. like 10,000 disgusting weird organisms yeah. crawling around, little spidery things. And it's like, Excuse it was like. Me? Oh, yeah. You, you would never moving? eat strawberries again if you. Uh, yeah. Why'd you have to well, go listen, there? Jared and I, uh, we binge watched. I don't know about you, Sarah. I know you have not seen The Last of Us yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely not. Okay. I will not be watching. So the whole premise is a fungi, a fungus, um, basically turns humans into zombies by, you know, infiltrating their nervous systems and burrowing their way into the brain and all that. Great. Do you know that this is actually real? My son showed me a Nature Channel planet of that very fungus doing that very thing to an ant. Now, I'm losing both of you two because you have no, no idea what I'm talking well, about. The, but you do. If you remember, the show begins yeah. with the scientists saying that this exists, right, but, but, I didn't know but that it doesn't that, affect right, humans. Right. But I didn't know that that was actually based on reality. I yes. thought that was just a fictional mm-hmm. plot. Yeah, certain Sorry, death Sarah is, is coming. <laughs> We've kind of ejected ourselves. No, My bad. It's all right. I'm off to a great start today. It's you a festivist for The Last of Us. You know what I do know about The Last of Us? Uh-huh. They played a Depeche Mode song in episode one. That's it? Oh, wow. they did. They played a lot of 80s they did. music. Yeah. And a really good one, Wasn't too. Wasn't the 80s music as a sign of something foreboding, something terrible happened? Yes. Yeah. There's a- yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Wow. We okay. covered a lot of ground. Oh, my goodness. Class. What range we have. We have some strawberries <laughs> with spiders on and them. We've got a fungus that's going to kill us all. And Depeche Mode. And Micah Shrewsberry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's your splash for Wednesday or Thursday. What's today? It's for- Thursday. Thursday, March 30th. Coming up next. Do not add another day to no, this week. I know. It's my bad. Uh, we finally got to see KD on the home floor. Go. And he played. We'll get into all of the aspects of the Suns win and Kevin Durant's debut next. Bickley Murata mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sport. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata mornings. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings.
Conley there defensively for Minnesota. Lob pass goes down to Durant. Durant left of the lane. Durant backing down, backing down. The fadeaway. He got it! Out of third 12 footer on the left side. Maybe that'll open things up for KD. Yeah, it felt good. Um, you know, this plan, this being with the guys. Um, so good win for us, and we needed this one. But uh, yeah, I felt good being out there again. Didn't feel it at all. Felt great. Yeah, uh, the Phoenix Suns acquired Kevin Durant on February 9th from the Brooklyn Nets. On March 29th, he makes mm. his home debut. And uh, you heard Al McCoy on the call, that first jumper which was his seventh shot of the game, by the way. It didn't look like vintage Kevin Durant at all. In fact, far from it. Uh, But 16 points in just about 29 minutes of action. And the most important thing is that Kevin Durant contributed to a Suns win, which, again, the the mixture, Bick, of Kevin Mm -hmm. Durant's return and it happening right in the thick of this stretch of games, which is very yeah. important to the Suns, is is tantalizing. Kevin Durant, from um, the little I've been around him so far, he, he he strikes me as a really interesting dude. He he seems to be very authentic, which is a trait that I love in people. He is very sensitive. Um, that is obvious. He's very candid. He can be combative. Um, he can be questioning. But I I love the fact that he was very open with with how. He he felt all day yesterday like you. He had a hard time napping, mm-hmm. and he was just overamped. And I think everything about this debut, I think everything about this trade, has made him a little sheepish, right? I mean, this is just, if you go and you if you you flip the paradigm and you look at it completely from Kevin Durant's perspective, everybody associated with KD did not think this trade was going to happen this calendar year. So his mind had basically turned off to this whole idea. So when Matt Ishbia came in and fired this thing back up and said, yes, we are going to get him at all costs, including Mikhail Bridges, and the whole thing happened, and now suddenly Kevin Durant, who's injured in Brooklyn, is now in Phoenix. And he's still not playing basketball, but he's on a different team. Mm-hmm. And then there's all this excitement, and he goes to his debut press conference, and there's people just going bananas in a way, in a naive, collegial way, he certainly didn't get in Brooklyn, New York. And so all of that, the excitement, the the desire to make a good first impression, you don't want to let people down who are pouring all that unconditional love into you. And that's what we were doing. We were pouring 55 years of torment and angst and anticipation into him. And he was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. interesting. And you could tell from that first planned home debut. None of this made him feel very comfortable, including no. last night. So, uh, so what you got last night was you you called this from day one. This was something to get in the rearview mirror, not necessarily something that was ever going to be a great landmark event. And it turned out to be exactly that. Exactly. Now here was Kevin Durant's thoughts on the whole thing. Yeah, I was just saying that to the guys in the locker room that um, it's hard for me to get sleep today. It was hard for me to stop thinking about the game. And sometimes uh, you can want it too bad and you come out there and play like, you know, start rushing and start taking, being uncharacteristic. So um, I'm glad I'm back. I'm glad I'm into the, you know, to the zone of playing again and being around the guys and being one of the guys again. So just keep building from here. Vic, you were there on March 8th. You were there last night. So you got to witness both of those pregame mm-hmm. warmups. And March 8th, you're not expecting anything to happen other than mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's going to get some shots up. But the feeling in the arena was different during the two. There was this, 
weird air of trepidation, like, oh, come on, please, just get through this. And Kevin Durant even was asked after the game, were you extra cautious? Oh, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, no, man. It was, it was, everything felt normal. Um, like I said, I'm glad I'm out there. Yeah. There was a level of excitement. There was a level of fans being terrified. It, there, it, it felt like everybody in the arena was excite terrified. I tried, I, like, to, I tried to work that out. It didn't look good on the page. It's okay. Excite terrified. You've done better, but it's okay. It's not bad. <laughs> I've done better. It's not, that's, that's why I didn't use that. About nerve excited. That's not bad. Nervous. Si- yeah. There was, and I even thought about that. So here, most of the time... During pregame warmups, you know, Vinny, there's a buzz. People might go mm-hmm. go nuts when Book enters the arena. People were just sitting, staring at Kevin Durant yeah. doing his stuff, and every media person was sitting there filming his warmup. And I thought, how weird must that be to not even be able to warm up and peace? Yeah. <laughs> so listen, I'm sure he's used to it by now, but right. I'm but just... still, this is, this is a little nuts. The, everything about this is nuts. This whole experience. It has been. Yeah. And it can get a heck of a lot nuttier yes, over the next can. few months. Yes, it can. Uh, here Counting was, on it. And uh, the, the first half, obviously, was a struggle for Kevin Durant. His worst f- shooting first half of, of the year. One of the worst in his career. Uh, Kevin Durant even went to the lengths, and, and people noticed this, too. He changed his shoes at halftime. Yeah, because I was one for eight. I was just trying to find something. <laughs> so, yeah, I tried to I tried to find something, <laughs> you know. Um, but and I made more shots the second half, so I guess I guess it helped. Yeah, and it wasn't that's, like he didn't hit something. Yeah, I mean. That is something. He's, he's, he, a lot of players in that position would come out and, and just, you know, poo-poo on everything. Oh, it was just a regular game. I'm refreshed, and I'm glad that Kevin Durant saw the importance in it and the gravity in it, and that you know he showed his human side already. Mm-hmm. He's not just this cold-hearted basketball machine. He's a he's a he's a regular person, and we saw regular person Kevin Durant. That's the last time I want to see him this year. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the cold-hearted basketball machine for the rest of the That's year. Good. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Suns get a huge win. We'll have a lot on the Suns' victory over the T Wolves uh, coming up on today's show. Also, I want to tell you, you, as always, you can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at six twenty six twenty right now. But this Thursday show is not all about KD reaction. We got baseball that counts starting today, opening day twenty twenty three for the Diamondbacks and twenty nine other teams. We'll get into it next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. And honestly, I think we're going to compete for a playoff spot. Um, you know, I think. Um, one fold of that is, you know, if, if you don't think you can compete for a playoff spot, what are you, what are you doing it for? What are you shooting up for? Um, but two fold of that is, is the fact that I actually do think we have the talent. Um, you know, whether it's on the veteran side, the young side, pitching, defense, the base running, um, you know, all the way to, you know, just our analytics staff and, and preparing us with that knowledge. Um, and I, I think. I think this is going to be an exciting year for us. Um, and I, I haven't been able to say that with full-on confidence, um, you know, so far in my big league career. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. That is opening day starter Zach Gallon on with Burns and Gambo two days ago on Arizona Sports talking about his expectations for the season. And it is an exciting time for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And let's just start there with mm-hmm. Zach Gallon finally getting the ball. 
on opening day. Yeah. And we've been, yeah, obviously, ever since that trade went down years ago with the, with the Marlins, Zach Gallen has been really good for the Diamondbacks. He reached a new level of really good last year. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, a top five Cy Young in, uh, finish. And he should be there. You know, if things go right, he should be in that in that group for the next five, six years. Yes. Uh, for all the weirdness we have seen from this baseball team, we, we, we've seen bullpen misadventures <clears throat> that seem to be about as crazy as you're going to find in Major League Baseball. The Diamondbacks have had some good flings and runs and dalliances with starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. We, got, we got a four-year window from Randy Johnson that's about as good as it's ever been done from a pitcher in Major League Baseball. Very true. You had the Kurt Schilling phenomenon for a couple of years when Two he was... years of real dominance. Just lights out. Striking out everybody and walking nobody with the kind of command you just don't see in baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Webb had a great run of it. Dan Heron had a little run for a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there was the freak show that was Trevor Bauer, and by that I just mean the pregame warm-up freak show. Remember that when he would stand in left field and throw uh, the ball? when that was the only free yeah, show. That's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> and then there was Zach Granke and Mad Bum and all that stuff. But but Zach Allen now is at the point where every time he takes the ball, it might be a no hitter. That's how good he was last year. And if and if he's now going to be a guy that goes and grabs a Cy Young and joins that list of Diamondback pitchers to win and compete for a Cy Young, well, that's that's step number one in actually making the playoffs this year. Yeah. Uh, here's Zach Gallen uh, again with Burns and Gambo on finding out he was finally an opening day starter. I kind of had an idea going in the spring. We were just, you know, kind of mapping back on the, uh, on the pitching plan and whatnot. And then as it was getting closer kind of had you know a little bit more of an idea so let the family know so they can kind of make their their travel plans and whatnot and then i think uh maybe monday it was last week tori let me know officially so kind of got to call home and, and tell everyone you know what was going on yeah because the last what three seasons we had seen madison bumgarner mm-hmm. as, the, as the opening day starter and mm-hmm. bumgarner still in the uh, rotation and it's been a very up and down experiment with him as an arizona diamondback but now that pressure i mean it, we all knew Zach Gallen was their top starter even last year. But any of that doubt is erased because Madison Bumgarner is not your opening day starter. No. Zach Gallen is the guy. So maybe yeah. that eases some pressure on Madison Bumgarner and then get a little bit better performance. And I think he's actually a really pivotal player uh, in all of this. If, if the Diamondbacks are able to accomplish what they Indeed. want to or what they're capable of, they're going to need him. It all starts with him. And yeah. so, so you look at all the excitement with this team. You look at all the youth with this team. The team just needs some anchors. And, and a legitimate ace having that kind of year would mean all the difference in the world. For instance, um, for all the excitement around the Diamond backs their first 10 games of the season is no joke i mean it it would it would not be inconceivable for a young inexperienced team to be looking up at one and nine and two and eight and zach allen can can sort of preempt that go beat the dodgers and then do it again next week at home you know what i mean and and so you do that early on you can help center a young baseball team for those who don't know diamondbacks being what four in la two padres and four at home against the dodgers Mm -hmm. so that's your first 10 games yeah, thanks for that, schedule makers. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Less games against the National League West this year with the new balance schedule, mm-hmm. which is another new wrinkle to baseball this year that a, a lot of people are not focusing on because of all the on-field rule changes. But I, that could turn out to be a I, real break. I, well, listen, I think this is actually this is also a, an opportunity for this Diamondbacks team to declare themselves right away. Yes, and I, I th- and you're getting the Dodgers, what, seven games right away? 
mm-hmm. out of the, out of the box or six or seven Eight games, games right of the right of the way. Yeah, four and four. Um, that might be a real blessing because I think the Dodgers this year they they've undergone some changes and they're missing some players that have been, really been key to their success. Uh, they're going to be good. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. But it might take them a little while to find their stride. Maybe getting the Dodgers early. Works out to the yeah. the Diamondbacks' benefit. Yeah, listen. So I I've got my fingers crossed. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a real compelling baseball team. I know that they've flirted with being good, and and hopefully this will be a, a case that when they do turn the corner, it's there's going to be some sustainability. Mm-hmm. That is the whole point, <laughs> after all, right? But this is you know this is this is going to be interesting because it isn't just the beginning of the Diamondbacks season. This is the beginning of a new era for the entire sport. And if things go well, they will not only pull back some casual fans, but actually begin to begin to gain new fans. They have the great combo of the World Baseball Classic and the new rules at mm-hmm. the same time leading into opening day. What do you I think of combo interested. platters, Jared? Do you like combo platters? It depends because sometimes... <laughs> How do you, you ever you, had a combo number three? Sometimes you don't get as much of each entree or something that you want. And I don't really drink soda, so the combos that include a drink are a waste for me. Oh, I, I used to get in big, big arguments with uh, fast food places for combos. I said, can I get the burger, the fries... And like a salad instead right. of a drink. Can I instead replace it's the same price they, on the menu? But they wouldn't do it. No, of course not. No, never thought of that because I'm the same. I'm not a soda drinker either. So. You know why they don't do that? It's because oh, the soda is the biggest profit maker. The soda costs like a penny, yeah, and they charge like two dollars yeah. for yeah. it. Two dollars? What 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 year are you living in? I was going to say. I just love the fact that any any time you throw a food question mm-hmm. to Jared, I have he's an got deep thoughts and theories and philosophies yeah. on all of it. Here's a, here's a weird stat on the Diamondbacks that I want. <laughs> no, on the Diamondbacks. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm I, I wanted to point out before I forgot it? to do it today. Yeah, it just some. Do you know that Madison Bumgardner uh-huh. is younger than Merrill Kelly? Wow. Merrill Kelly, okay, who seems like yeah, this piece, stops you right in your tracks. This that's piece that the stat. Diamondbacks can like you know build around the future. This pitcher that they finally found, and he's true. young. Mad Bum, since he's got here, has eternally been younger than I think he is. And I don't know it's because he started very young and he, he had such success young, but it feels like he's such an old veteran that like is on his last legs. But he's only thirty three years old. He's only thirty three. That is true. Mer- Merrill Kelly yeah. is thirty-four years old. Wow, that is a, that's and, and good. That's a good one, Jarrett. I, I, you're right. I mean, even when the Diamondbacks made that signing, it was like, oh, how much gas does does Madison Bumgarner mm-hmm. have left in the tank? And people just thought about it age-wise. Well, or mileage. We, we than, know. Than yeah, age. people thought about the mileage, and people thought about all those days that he pitched on extreme short rest in the play. Oh, that must have taken a toll. That must have aged him considerably. He was what nineteen when he entered the league. And yeah. he's got that old kind of look, right? You know, he's got that's the crack. Kind of thing going. Demeanor, too. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Old, yeah, yeah. Will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> young whippersnappers like Merrill Kelly play the game the right way. Sounds like KTAR reporter uh, yes. Jim Cross. All of Famer. That's funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, opening night uh, tonight. That's the only drawback is that uh, the first game is, is a night game, and that's kind of a bummer, right? Like I said yesterday, I think all mm. baseball on opening. Day should be played in the daytime and preferably in the sunlight.
I, I listen. You don't have to convince me. Yep. As somebody who yeah, I can plug into that nostalgia thing very easily with baseball, but but again, you've you've got to have some age on you, like you and I do, to, to remember when that was a thing and yeah. why that was important. I always remember the first game of the year was in Cincinnati. Yeah, and it was that's right. Usually, like there was uh, maybe some delays for snow or something. Mm. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right. It was always well, Cincinnati was because the first game. They they have a parade in Cincinnati, don't they? I think they, uh, yes. They do. It's the oldest, yes. continuous uh, baseball team, so yeah. I think. But they, I guess they got rid of that. I don't know why they got rid of that tradition. Uh, in my day, they were the Cincinnati no, Red Legs. Legs. They, they are opening. Stocking. They're opening at home today, but they're right in the middle, you know, they're 110 start here. Mm. Right yeah. in the middle of the day, you know, there's a bunch of games before them. That is true. What is the actual first pitch today? 10.05. Between whom? There's two games. Uh, Nationals, Braves, and uh, Giants-Yankees. Yeah, that's right. You mentioned that Giants-Yankees thing. That thing kind of works for me. That kind of matchup, I don't know why. That's, I don't know. Oh, the history. Well, of, uh, besides that, just, it just, yeah, right. It just, it's it's something you don't expect on opening day. No, but again. <laughs> Let's hope it's not a preview of the World Series. Interleague every day. Uh, your yeah. last shot to participate in the madness, text Bucks to 620-620. And choose from the last four teams in the bracket for your chance to win 250 bucks. That's Bucks to 620-620. It's the Arizona Sports Bracket Bucks presented by Santan Ford and Schwartz Laser Eye Center. Coming up next, KD makes his debut. More importantly, the Suns get a big win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. More on that next. It's Bickley Murata Mornings here on this Thursday. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. At forward, standing six foot ten from the University of Texas. Number 35, Kevin Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I mean, I tried not to bask in it too much. Um, I know everybody was anticipating and waiting on it since since the last time I stepped on the floor for warm-ups, you know. So I'm glad we was able to do it again and get through it and move on from here. So um, every game we get to play at home, it's good for our camaraderie, our chemistry. We want to protect our home floor. And, you know, tonight was another night. Kevin Durant on his home debut, finally uh, coming to fruition last night, 16 points in 29 minutes. The answer, by the way... To the question that I got asked a million times over the last month. Mm-hmm. First. Yes. That's when he was introduced. Yeah, that's, that that seemed like it was going to be the most logical, obvious answer. Right? There was that, a lot of people. That's what for, LeBron did in Miami. Yeah, for a time I thought, you know what, maybe for the first game, mm-hmm. whenever. But no, it's, I, this is I think, Devin Booker's team. With all due respect, I think that that was really like such a superfluous, silly thing to focus on. It I was. Mean, in the grand scheme, who cares We had a that? lot of time to focus on superfluous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I just, I just thought where Kevin Durant was going to be announced is about the last thing we should be focused on right yes. now. But whatever. I, I understand there's also a, a ceremony and a pomp and a yeah. circumstance. How about the I echo that. effect that they put on that? Oh, yeah. The Durant, 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 Durant. No, that was, right. that was all me. That was oh, all yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. You oh, we knew I, you were good. You didn't, didn't, know, I could didn't do know you were that no, good. Very good. <laughs> Best in the game. Uh, beside Kevin Durant, and it was not a... 
an offensive performance by him or this team that will go into any kind of time capsule, trust me. Uh, Monty Williams after the game on why the Suns were able to notch this big win. What was the difference? Just our defense. Um, the way this team's been playing, you know, to hold them to 100 points and not one 30-point quarter was uh, the difference to me. I mean, you look at Chris and Book, we needed those guys to offensively carry us tonight. We didn't shoot the ball well at all. Um, 41 from the field, and we only generated uh, 23s. That's not typical for us. Um, was early. We were giving up extra possessions as they were offensive rebounding, but our defense uh, tonight, um, especially against their go-to plays, uh, they got a couple of sets where they try to get Towns a three at the top. If you saw the game against Golden State, like that was pretty much the shot that won them the game. I thought our guys were locked in in the second half for sure in the middle third. And so if you ask me why we won tonight, um, it was the defense. So they were, yeah, and it was. It was a good defensive performance. It was a very Ow. physical game with both teams kind of pounding on each other, which yeah. is weird because the yeah. first quarter they, they officiated it very loosely. Mm-hmm. I think the Suns committed one foul in the first quarter. There was mm-hmm. hardly any stoppages Loved in the it. action. Loved it. Changed a little bit in the second half. Yeah. Devin Booker it, got some star treatment last night. He did. And lo and behold, guess who's talking about it? The Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, did, were they? And Rudy oh, I Gobert missed, was oh, talking I missed about that. It. Devin I, Booker got to the yeah. free throw line 15 uh-huh. times last night, which helped mitigate uh, an off-shooting night for him, too. He was only 8 for 18, but he mm-hmm. went 12 for 15. He shot more free throws by himself yep. than the Minnesota Timberwolves as a team shot. Right. They shot 12. Rudy Gobert after the game. Buster. Quote. It's really not fair every night. I've been in this league for 10 years, and I try to always give the benefit of the doubt, but it's hard for me to think that they are not trying to help the Suns win tonight. It's hard for me to think that they didn't try to have the Warriors win the other night or Sacramento Kings the other night. It's just so obvious as a basketball player. I've been in this league for so long, and it is disrespectful. Example number 4,812 of why we need some reform. This is just such garbage. Well, it's garbage when it's uttered in Phoenix, Arizona. It's garbage when it's mentioned by Rudy Gobert uh, of the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's nonsense. That's going to cost him about 25 uh, Gs. Probably a little more yeah. the way these things have been spiking. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, okay, so here's my thought on this. So before the game, there was rumblings uh, through a minute, through the pregame warm-ups that Minnesota was dealing with a lot of uh, intestinal issues. It was a veritable poop fest, Jared. Real? I hadn't heard yeah. this. There, they, they talked. They had something going on, some sort of bug, something. Oh, yeah, if you look at if you look at like the uh, injury report going into the game, yeah. there was like five of them that were questionable yes. with quote illness. Yeah. Illness. So, and and, and so the Minnesota reporters, like the, their head coach, couldn't even commit to who he would have available. It was that sort of by the moment kind of thing. And I even thought, I, this is not cool. If this team uh, is like Team Typhoid and gets the sun sick down the road, yeah. that ain't very cool. That's not cool. Oh, like when Luca gave everybody uh, <laughs> COVID <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it was definitely guy. him. I know what it you was mean. Definitely him. Okay, so um, so there was that. So the Timberwolves looked mighty sluggish to me, and and I wonder if I would have thought that if I didn't know going into the game that they had this issue. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns for all his touch 
My goodness, I've seen three toed sloths move faster. Ferret. That's uh, uh, Kyle Anderson. Oh, Luke. He, he makes Luca Doncic downright now, fast. But that's that's why it's such. It's they have so much talent on that team, but it's not a well put together no, team. They're not athletic. They have, yeah, Gobert and Towns is but your I'm two big men. What I wouldn't give for that Nas Reed kid they have, I really, undrafted out of LSU. Really what like I him. wouldn't give for that yes, kid. I, I'm right there with you. Oh my goodness, he, um, and it looked like he had. He was coming at D.A. with some smoke last night. He was. And he, he's he's that kind of player and he can step out and hit the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point on Carl Anthony Towns, can I add to that? Yeah. He's obviously talented. He puts up numbers. He actually played pretty well last night. Yeah. Has there been a less graceful basketball player I've, in the I've history of the one. NBA? I've not seen one. It's like he this. falls down. He can't even. He's so slow to get a foot up and down. I, I'm telling you, there was that one pass to him. He just tri- How many times did he trip over his own feet last night? Yeah, I mean, there a couple was, times. There was one, there was one yeah, that happened was, in a very crucial point of the yeah. game, by the way, with the Suns up three in the fourth quarter with a couple minutes left and. Josh Okogie got called for a foul, and it was just Towns tripping over his feet. Mm -hmm. And I I thought it might backfire because Monty Williams did not challenge that call. Yeah, they got away with it. The the, the Timberwolves didn't get. uh, He's also really turned into like mostly a three point shooter, and that's it. But when he puts the ball on the floor and drives, he's this tidal wave of limbs and feet and (laughs) facial hair. And Uh, it's what are you saying? What's wrong with that? It's hard to. I said facial yeah. hair. <laughs> you do bear some resemblance to Carl Anthony Towns, and you do move about as slow. Yeah, people always tell me that. You do. They remind, you walk they, I remind them of Kyle, Carl you Anthony do. Towns. You look like Carl Anthony Towns driving the basket. When he goes from his desk to the printer, does it not look like Carl Anthony Towns? Oh, again, that makes Carl Anthony Towns look <laughs> swift. <laughs> I did not know that about the intestinal thing, though. Okay, that's so, that's yeah. rough, too, on a night where they had to wear their white uniform. Oh! <laughs> Man, you look like you're about to poop your pants. <laughs> so, yeah, so to me, uh, last night confirmed to me that I just don't, I, I don't on any level fear that basketball team. Not that we should, not that I think that this team is necessarily going to be in the Suns' path at any time soon. Yeah. I, th- there's not a ton to fear. I, I do give the Suns a lot of credit last night for, for competing the way they did. I thought the combination of campaign and Chris Paul, that might be the best combo game from those two guys in a long time. Totally agree. I thought Chris Paul was outstanding was. and Cameron Payne really affected the flow of the game with his energy again and making some circus shots. That was that was a very solid point guard uh, performance. And Chris Paul had a filthy assist. I know oh. you saw that because you had a great view. That that assist to DA where uh-huh. he just like he, he threw a bounce pass with anger. It was like he was. It was like he had disgust yep. for the basketball. Yeah. It was great. There, there, yeah. there are experts and stuff that said when you can assemble a super team, they probably thought the Suns couldn't win a game where Durant and Booker went thirteen of thirty six combined, mm-hmm. and they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. first a pretty good team. They definitely well, did. Yeah, we'll have more on uh, the Suns win Kevin Durant's debut, and we'll do it through Vinny's view. It's up next. Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.